Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Janelle Vecchio. And we are the Vecchios. Well, a couple yeah. of them anyway. Not with an apostrophe. Yeah, that's a common uh, typographical error that a lot of people make. <laughs> it's the worst when you see it on a sign. Yeah. Like outside somebody's house, you're like, you have that made? Yeah, And bad. nobody told you. Also, the person who's making signs to go outside people's houses <laughs> right. doesn't know not to put an apostrophe. Unless it's like goes on to say like the Vecchio's estate or something like that. You know, something that you would right. need a possessive, a possessive That's not how it normally is. I mean, look at me talking on my high horse when I've apostrophized my whole life. You've, you've definitely placed an incorrect apostrophe from time to time. Many a time. But you're a much better writer now. I am. I like to think Thanks that... Thanks to my editor. I like to think I've helped you develop that a little bit. I'm pretty good. Well, this show's developing along nicely. Yeah. Right up into our first segment, which is the news. And now the news. If you can rate and review us wherever you listen to our podcast, we super appreciate it. Also, please email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. We have a Facebook page and a group. And you can find us on Fountain. I got our Fountain stats. Our stats stats. That's good. I just got my mom set up on Fountain because she used to listen to us on Stitcher. And I don't think that exists anymore. So I don't think it does. Helped her. hope she's figuring that out. Anyway, we have 3,446 sats. Ooh, that sounds like more. What's the cent? Um, get this. What? $1.17. Stop it. We grew by 18 cents. We can we can cover the tax now. Yeah. At our 99, 99 cent store, store purchase. What are we going to get? I don't know. All right. Should we go and buy something for the show? Yeah, we should. Yeah. All right, what, uh, what do you got there? What any? So, um, no new comments, 67 supporters, which is the same. So. That is the same. Yeah. So we didn't get a specific boost? No. So how do we get so many more? Does that just mean I think more people are toggles. listening? No, I think the money exchange rate. Oh, so you think we did, but we got more. There's definitely some more. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Maybe do should write in, explain it again, like we're five years old. We should also probably like write down the number so we can remember week to week. Because then every week I'm like, I can't remember. That sounds different. All I know is there was more money. That is more. That's a lot more money. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you, supporters on Fountain, and thanks for listening or whatever it is that got the sats in there. <laughs> the sats are it's in. pretty great. Let's see. We have. An update on Potvox Presents. We've got a new Potvox Presents coming on November 11th. It's a little bit out there. It will be a part of our 30-day live stream challenge that we're going to be doing in November. Yeah. uh, With a band called Make Sure, which I'm very excited for. They're on Tooth & Nail Records. We saw them at the festival this summer. They're awesome. We actually, they were one of the top two reasons that we went to the festival. Yes. So that's very exciting. Also very exciting. This is coming a little further out down the calendar. December 2nd, we've got Blue Christmas, Mm -hmm. the 26th annual. And then coming up in January, on January 20th, we just got confirmation that we will be having none other than Ronnie Martin of Joy Electric on Potvox Presents. Yay! 
Very excited for that. It's going to be very, very cool. So we got a lot of good stuff coming up. That's Popvox Music. You can find that on Facebook and follow the events there. There's already an event page up for Make Sure on November 11th. So you can, should join us on that. It's going to be very Yeah, exciting. I got some big bands coming up. And you're going to want to because that's going to be our live stream. for the, That's right. Every day in the month of November. Is the live stream. 30-day live stream challenge. Different spots. Could be on Facebook. Could be on YouTube. Could be on Twitch. My vacation pants. Instagram. You name it. We're going to be doing at least one live stream every day for yep. 30 days. Of some sort. Of something. And then 11th of November. All right. That's exciting. Also exciting. We I realized that we just posted an episode of this. But if you haven't listened to our last one, our interesting people, the band camp folks. So much fun. And they're super cool. They have been very gracious afterwards and shared it and all that kind of stuff. And we just want to thank them again and recommend their show. They're so interesting. They are. I They even like are on board with my intentional incorrect grammar. Yeah. Because it's the title. If you didn't notice the episode, the title is... Is ban- The Bandcamp Podcast is an interesting people. And they reference that they in their did. comment. So that's good because that's on purpose. And I think it's funny. Let's see, you did an interesting thing. Oh my gosh. That's very exciting. Can we please talk about the happiest expo on earth? Yes, tell us, what is that? How did you get there and who did you see there? So I got invited by your co-host from Alex P. Keaton is my friend. Yes, Keith. To go to an expo at the Disneyland Hotel with his company, Culver Newland. I'm so excited because I've never been able to go, and I got to go this year, so it was fantastic. Now, what kind of things, I mean, you have to go into great detail, but what what's so, at an expo like that there? What are Culver Newland um, works with different classroom designers. Okay, for school stuff, For right. school sites. I mean, I think they do, like, regular workplaces and stuff, too, but the main thing was school sites at this expo Uh uh and the theme was diamonds and denim there is a pretty fantastic picture of you and trisha going around with keith yes i think you posted that in i posted it in the alex p keaton the friends friends it's a group for the friends of the alex p keaton is my friend podcast yes group on facebook i am telling you keith went all out on the diamonds and denim yeah that you're gonna want to see that that. outfit is pretty spectacular we actually found some really cool stuff for our program that we do like me and my friend trisha went but they really spoiled teachers i'm talking a lot of like loot I'm talking Mickey Mouse pretzels. You got swag. I got swag. I got t-shirts. I met a lot of cool people. And the most exciting thing is I met a fan of your podcast. This is crazy. We're going to be talking about this on the Alex Bikini, my friend show as well. But I got to say I, it here too. So you got to tell us. I'm going around and I was interested in this this uh, company called Foam Core. They, they have such cool furniture. It's all made out of foam. So, like, you know, kids aren't going to get hurt on it. It's good, like, for, for the library. It's really sturdy, though. And I was talking to the guy, getting a catalog, and he asked who my rep was, my Culver Newland rep. I'm like, oh, Keith. He's all, 
Keith, I said, he's like, oh, yeah, Keith, I, I'm really good friends with Keith. And I was like, oh, my husband does a podcast with him. And I kid you not, he said, Alex P. Keaton is my friend? He's all, your husband is Phil? I'm like, yes. He's like, well, tell your husband he's famous because me and my wife listen to the show. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? And I went over to his wife, and she said to tell you the same thing, that you're famous and hilarious. And you got a picture with them. And they're so impressed with your knowledge about family ties. I mean, I just, (laughs) I I was blown away. I honestly didn't think... I'm like, oh, someone... You made, like, a joke to me in a text, I'm all... And then I, like, said, I took a picture with some fans. Yeah, because I'm like, they're not really, though. It's just, like, they have to because Keith's, like, super important. But, no, they, like, knew stuff, you yeah, said. Yeah, they knew... They knew, they knew who I was. Show. They knew who you were without prompting. They knew the name of the show. I made Trisha listen. Trisha was right there. She heard. And she confirmed. She confirmed. And then he ended up being, like, the keynote speaker about, like, mental health and stuff. That's pretty awesome. I was very excited to hear that. Oh, they also had Mickey-shaped Rice Krispie treats. Oh, yes. And they had all these raffles and drawings, and I actually won something. What did you win? I won a whiteboard desk. That's so exciting. So, I'm very excited that I won a whiteboard desk, but... It was so fun. We're already making plans to go back to the Happiest Expo on Earth next year, so I hope we get invited again. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you have to like be invited? <laughs> it's a little presumptuous, isn't it? It was fantastic. And I've never like done a conference at the Disneyland Hotel before. I've done it around, but not at the Disneyland Hotel. That's pretty cool. We got to park on the roof. What? Yeah. I was just pretty excited that we had a fan out there. Yeah. Two fans. Yeah. It was super fun and good job. Good job. And Keith's kind of a big deal. Well, I already knew he's a big deal, but I didn't realize, like, professionally what a big deal he was. Professionally, he's a big deal. I mean, professionally podcasting, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. But, like, professionally in his job, he's a big deal. Man. He's not, like, a lower-level employee. I'll have to be nicer to him on the show now. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm nice to Keith, I think. I don't know. I better watch my P's and Q's. Anyways, we are very excited to plan some spaces. So, I was excited. That's yeah. pretty cool. We also visited someone else. I mean, in a very different context, but... A person that we've talked about on the show before, Mort from Mort's Garage. Yes. Did another appearance. Yes. And uh, at a, a buy-sell trade event that's near, relatively near us, close enough to us, that we went out and visited him again this last weekend after Audrey did her her writing seminar thing. Yep. And went to the thing and, you know, we're shopping around and stuff. And he did this. He had said he had something kind of exciting planned. You know, he was talking about on his Instagram. And so we're hanging around, we walked into his booth, the kids and I were looking around, and he checked the clock, and he had had, like, at a specific time, whoever was in his booth, and we didn't know this ahead of time. No, we didn't know. But whoever was in his booth at a specific time, he was going to give a prize to. And and guess who was in his booth? Luke was in his booth, so he won this box, 
and he had him open it up like on camera. So this will be featured on an upcoming, an upcoming episode. episode of his. We'll tell you when it comes out. You know, it's kind of all. It's funny because he just posted one like today, I think, or maybe it was yesterday. I saw it at that event. But it was except it was like one. the previous one before that. So you know, there's it's there's a production right. time that takes a while for it to come out, but. Anyway, he won a box, and it was from, first of all, he has a sponsor on his show, Brio, B-R-E-O, mm-hmm. which is like, I thought was just the name of either a train set from when <laughs> I was a kid, or a teen Christian magazine yes, from for the girls, 90s. right, from the 90s, but those are spelled differently, it says B-R-E-O, and it's actually like massagers and stuff. And we tried it. Yeah, so he won a massager. It was so great. It's actually really Really good. It's a top-notch massager. They don't sponsor us yet, but, I mean, like, if they... Hey, Brio. You know, just saying, like, it's one of those things where I would not normally do a sponsorship of someone of the thing I don't use, but, like, I sat with that thing on and read my book you the did. other night, and you I was... a couple sessions. Pretty stoked on it. Because Janelle does many, many wonderful things. Like, so many. I'm not a big masseuse. You just have no upper body strength, Mm -mm. and I think you... And here's the thing. I never have. Like, I am a gymnast. I do gymnastics, like, my whole life. And the uneven bars killed my gymnastics career. Yeah. I could... It took me forever to even do a pullover. I am not an upper arm. The strength is in my legs. So, like, you know, I sleep on my neck wrong sometime and, like, got a horrible knot in my neck. And I'm like, oh, Janelle, can you just rub it? And then she stands behind me. I'm like, yeah, can you rub it? And she's like, I am. And I'm like, what? Can't I'm even feel it, you. like, as hard I'm like, as I push, can. Imagine you're trying to break my neck. That's how hard. And when I say that, I can barely feel, like, a brushing of, like, a cat's tail against my mm-hmm. neck. That's how soft it is. On the other hand, Phil is a wonderful masseuse. I am Janelle's living masseuse. And It's part I, of my role as stay-at-home dad. I really enjoy your massages. Well, thank you. I and they've that's... saved us a lot of money over the years. <laughs> I guess so. Because I would regularly go. Uh-huh. Well, you don't need to do that. <laughs> I would not feel comfortable doing that, personally. <laughs> and since I don't want to go to a masseuse, and Janelle is wonderful at many things, but hard pushing on my shoulder <laughs> is not one of them. I'm telling you, this thing, like, you just kind of rest, you strap it on your shoulder, and it's like someone's rubbing your shoulders, but it's very, very good. So the other thing that was in the box that, that he box. won was 50 bucks in cash. Yes. That was pretty cool. So he turned around then and bought something Stuff from his wanted. booth with it. And he, more, it was very clear to say, you don't have to spend all the money here at my booth or anything. You don't have to spend any of it, you know. But, you know, of course, we want to, like, support him. We were going to buy something from him anyway. We were gonna, yeah, we were already planning on it. So. so, and that was good because your phone died and we couldn't use like PayPal or oh my electronics. Gosh. I was trying things. to pay like another vendor, vendor, and I was like, he's gonna think that I'm trying to pull a fast one, and like, oh yeah, 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 I'll just pay you. But I, my phone died because I had to update the app. Yeah, right as you were going to pay, it's like, oh, update the app. So and I had then- to go to the car, zoop it up to nine percent, and then I was able to pay him. So, fortunately, Luke was able to buy something for Mort with the cash, because my phone was dead, too. I don't have all that fancy electronic that pay fancy stuff. fancy mumbo-jumbo. So, we got some cool stuff. We got a... Well, from Mort, we got a copy of Wii Sports Resort. 
which we had actually like had a copy of that I think we got it used somewhere at one point and like it was just scratch. It never worked right. Yeah. And so we were able to play like bits of it, but then it would freeze and saw it. And I'm like, we need to just replace it. So yeah. I've been looking for a reasonably priced copy because it's remarkably expensive, but we only needed the disc really because mm-hmm. we already had the case. So anyway, Mort hooked it up. Good deal on that. From a different vendor, we got a copy of Airwolf, the NES game mm-hmm. Airwolf, mm-hmm. which is significant because our friends Champa and Klein, who do a podcast, the Champas, you remember who do the... Call Me Cordelia. Who do Call Me Cordelia podcasts. Dave Champa also does Champa and Klein, the 80s years. And they've covered a lot of 80s TV shows. And one of them was Airwolf. Mm-hmm. And then I also have a Knight Rider one. So that's pretty cool. So you complete your collection. Well, that's the only... Of those shows they've done, those are the only two that had NES games released, actually. <laughs> they're currently doing A-Team. And there were some A-Team games, but they were for, like, old computers and stuff. Like, nothing that I have access to. That's a long story about that. But it was really, really fun. fun. So thank you, Mort, at Mort's Garage. Check out his channel, as always. And also, Mort's Attic is their podcast they do. Yes. So, we're just sharing the love, because there's a lot of cool people around us. There's a lot of cool people in our lives. Something else we did is we went to a place called... Tio's Tacos. We went to a place called Tio's Tacos, which is this really cool outdoor taco place, which has, like, outdoor art installations. It's in Riverside, and it's like... It's all, like, homemade art. A lot of it is made from trash and yeah. broken things. And it's, like, Recycled. amazing. It's the kind of thing that would definitely be on, like, the Weird California book mm-hmm. or whatever. And, but it's been there since, like, what did we find out? Like, 1990 19, or something. Yeah. Because they had it in Mexico. But it's then. been, yeah, the location in Riverside has been there since, like, but 1990. It's such a, it was such a pleasant experience. Very, very cool So, spot. highly recommend that. And I think... We're up to date. Oh, we went to a comedy sports show. Yes, that's right. Another one of Audrey's improv team. She was the announcer. Yeah, because the freshmen or the new performers, the new team members, don't get to do it the first semester because they got to practice and get used to it. And they have to be approved by the improv board or whatever. Yeah. Like the you know regional one. Yeah. But they get to help out another way, so she got to be the announcer. I thought that was perfect for her. She did amazing. That was good. And she did get to tell a joke. She did. What was her joke? That she said, like, they, they said, oh, you can look up. up a joke on the internet, but she just came up with it. It was about ghouls. A monster. What? Oh, shoot. Luke! What was what Audrey's was joke, joke she told? At yeah. the improv. Oh. Okay, we're going to bring Luke in here to tell us this is Audrey's joke, but Audrey's not here and Luke is. What was the joke that Audrey told as the announcer at improv? So the joke she told was, what do you call a jokester monster? What? Prankenstein. Oh! That's right. That was, that was good. She made that up on the spot. Good delivery by Luke, though. As, lo- okay. as well as a bunch of nicknames for the performers. That's right. That were like monster things. So she's already getting to like perform in her <laughs> own way in the show. So that's pretty cool. Luke, did you do another rock climbing this week? Not this week. Why? Because my hands were super blistery, <laughs> and I just can't climb when it's like that. So basically, we got an every other week situation. You did it yeah. so long. I picked him up from school, and he was there until so late. Yeah. 
it was it was like a good four four hour three and a half hour session. Plus, you've been going to rehearsal for your magic show. Yeah, for the talent show at uh, the Academy. Yes, well, it's your magic <laughs> show, yes. which is a part of the talent show, right? Yes. So it's going it's very well. Exciting. Is it very magical. Yes. Don't reveal your tricks here. I won't. That's against the magician's code. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for the news, right? Does that cover everything? It does, it does. We're going to debut a new segment right now, and it's called Quiz Time. Quiz Time. I've been wanting to do a different game for a little while here, and I've finally come across the the book for us here. And it'll help us declutter, too. Well, it, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> here's how it goes. This is quiz time. I have a specific book we're going to use for this. I'm holding in my hand the Great Book of World Facts, Lists, and Quizzes. Now, long-time listeners to my various previous shows may recognize that name because I actually occasionally did call upon this book when I was on the Pillage cast way back Whoa. with Josh Anderson... And Ryan Gates. I had a segment that I did on the show called Phil Facts. And sometimes I would just come up with them off the top of my head. Other times I would get it off of, you know, Google or whatever. Just, you know, reading around, finding interesting weird stuff. But a couple of times I pulled something out of here. I also did a thing on Radio Brendo Man where occasionally I would read from various weird books. But nothing consistently from this. It's just possible someone's heard this name before. If you've listened to that much of my stuff, that's impressive. Janelle doesn't even remember that. So <laughs> You've never even seen this book before. No. I've got the Great Book of World Facts, Lists, and Quizzes. And this was published in 2002. So that kind of, you know, that's an important piece of information. 2002. So here's how it goes. There's all different sections in the book. There's geography and travel, history, literature, mythology, music, whatever. I'm just going to flip to a random page in the book. Mm-hmm. And on each page, there's like a little quiz with, but it looks like 15 questions. And we're just going to do a rapid fire quiz. I'm going to ask you, Janelle, the question. Sometimes I may let you quiz me or we may do it together. But for this one, we're going to quiz you. I'm, I've got a little pink highlighter marker that yep. I'm going to mark it up with. So A, we remember for next time. And B, I can keep score. Right. Of how much you got. And then I'm going to score it at the end. You listeners can play along at home. You can write in at mandarinorangeshow.gmail.com and tell us what score you got. Let's do it. It's very exciting. Okay, I'm flipping randomly. I'm going to do the flipping near the mic so you can hear the pages. That was good flipping there. Well, here we go. Here's the first one. Famous spouses. Famous spouses. The question is, how much do you know about people with famous spouses? Number one. There's actually more than one okay. of this. All right. Here we go. Ready? Yep. The question is, all, for all of these, who is or was married to? And it gives you the person. Okay. Keep in mind, this is 2002, so you've got to answer the question based on this divorced. from now. They might not be married anymore. And if there's an inaccuracy, we're going based on what's in the book, whether or not okay. you know something. i got to know based on 2002. 2002, what's in the book? All right, go. Number one, Victoria Adams. Mark Adams. Incorrect. Who is that? David Beckham. Oh, I knew that. Spice. Spice Girls. That's a... What's her name? Slinky Spice? Slinky Spice. That's her name? What was it? Cheesy Spice. Spicy Spice. spice. Sporty Spice. No. Dark Hair. I don't know. What's the other Spice? Sultry Spice. 
Yeah, slinky spines. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, they were sporty, baby. What was scary? It's posh. Posh. Whoa, oh, we got there at the same yeah, time. Yeah, she was posh. All right. Let's see. Albert Finney. Julie Andrews. Okay, at least you're in the right, like, time. Do you know who Albert Finney is? Yeah. He's a big fish. Anouk Amy. Wait, but you didn't say. No, that's who, who he was married Finney. to. That's the famous oh, person. Okay, I thought that was a new one. <laughs> All right. Pamela Anderson. Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Tom. Tommy Lee Jones. That's two wrong answers. Tom I'm... Petty. Oh Tom. my gosh. Tom Tyler. Oh my gosh. You're definitely getting Tommy Lee at Kirk. Home. You were so close. Tommy Kirk is the one from all the Disney movies. <laughs> it's just Tommy Lee. If you'd stop oh, it, yeah. you would have gotten it. Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones is from Men in Black. And yeah. Okay. You were so close. And then you said, well, oh my gosh. Lonnie Anderson. I know this. They talk it's about Bert it. Bert Reynolds. Yes. Yay, Bert I got Reynolds. one. They talk about it in The Wedding Singer. Bert and Lonnie. Mm-hmm. Remember? What if this marker is like going through the page? It is. Oh, well. Blake Edwards. Um, Shania Twain. I'm um, sorry. No, this is one actually that you said earlier. Julie Anders. Yeah. Nicholas Cage. Ooh, this is a tricky one. Mira Sorvino. Patricia Arquette. Who knows? They're definitely not still married, so. I don't think. Barbara Bach. Mm, Leonard Bach. Ringo Starr. Michael Caine. Jeanette Thompson. Shakira Baksh. Okay. Priscilla Bolio. Elvis. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that was what her last name was. Ding, ding, ding. All right, you got another one. Cary Grant. Scarlett O'Hare. <laughs> yeah, she, he's married to a fictional character. Diane Cannon. Phoebe Cates. Okay, Mark Ruffalo. Kevin Klein. Vincent Price. Ooh. Oh, I know this. Um, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Cooking with Vincent Price. Mary? Is it Mary Price? Interesting, because it says here Coral Brown. That might have been her, like, name. She might have changed it. Yeah, because I feel like... we got to go look at the book. I'll grab the book in a second. Yeah, so according to the book, it is Mary Price. So, I don't know. We'll have to look and see. Maybe this was, like, Wikipedia. a different person. We'll look it up. Okay, so according to Wikipedia, then, he's got three wives. He had three wives. Not at the same time. Obviously not at the same time. So, so his first wife was Edith Barrett. He for, married for her... From 1938 to 1948. Okay, 38 to 48. Then the cookbook wife was his second wife. Mary. Mary Grant Price from 1949, a year late after his divorce, till 1973. Okay, to 73. So that was, yeah, cookbook time in there. And then Coral Brown from 1974 to 1991. Wow, okay. And he died in 1993. So that was three divorces. That's crazy. All right. Well, I didn't seem right, so I'm glad that we clarified. <laughs> but the score holds because it's according to whatever's in the book. All right. Kim Bassinger. Ooh. The Batman guy. No. Alec Baldwin. Oh. She was in Batman. I know. Doesn't mean she's married to Jack him. Jack Nicholson. Sammy Davis Jr. Here is, uh, it's <laughs> um, abbreviated JNR, as you look here. For some reason, I've never seen someone abbreviate Junior JNR with no period. Who? Sammy Davis. Sammy Davis Junior. Um, Ethel Merman. Mary Britt. And Ronald Reagan. 
Nancy. Nancy what, though? We're going to need that last Nancy name. Nancy Wheeler. Uh-huh. Oh, that's from Stranger Yeah, another Things. fictional character. Nancy Davis. We're going to give you one half for that. You got the first and name. what's my point? One, two, three and a half points. Woo! Out of 15. I'm going to write your score, and I'm going to write your name so remember that you did it. That is quiz time. How'd, How'd you, you do? How'd you do? Hopefully you kept score at home. Write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com and tell us all about it. Up next, it's time for video games. Video games. So there have been quite a few games happening around the house, video game-wise. We talked about going to that video game buy sell trade with Mort from Mort's Garage. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than those, the big video game, of course, has been Super Mario Wonder. Yes. Super Mario Brothers Wonder, actually, is the yes. complete title. Now, you've played some of it. What do you think so far? I actually think it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's the first full regular 2D Super Mario Brothers game since New Super Mario Brothers U on the Wii U. That's great. It's been a while. Yeah. And you can play four players. You play as Daisy. Which is like your favorite. I love Daisy. It's super great. I've played through quite a bit more of it with Luke. And it's like so good. It's so creative. And there's so much replay value with all the badges where you go back and have like different ways you can play the stages. You haven't even gotten into some of that. No. It's awesome. Very cool. Unfortunately, it does mean that like we've been playing through Mario Golf Super Rush, that we haven't played much of that. The Disney Illusion game, we've kind of put that aside. You and I have been playing It Takes Two, and we kind of pushed all of that aside because there's so many so many games. games. But the other big video game news is that I read another chapter of Moby Dick in the Longing, which, as you know, that means it's time for fiction books. You like fiction books? Fiction books is one of my favorite kinds of books. Do you like fiction? Like it? I try to love it. That's crazy. I've never met anyone else who likes fiction. That's right. Fiction books because I am reading the entire book of Moby Dick in the video game The Longing. Right. Read another chapter this week. Chapter 18 that I'm on. Mm -hmm. The chapter is called His Mark. I don't know if I've been saying the chapter titles every time, but just in case. I think I have. His Mark is the name of the chapter. And this one is interesting. Uh, it kind of follows up on the last one. Remember the last time his friend slash roommate slash kind of compatriot Queequeg was celebrating Ramadan. Remember there was a whole thing with that. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about like religious tolerance. Well, they still haven't left on the boat, keep in mind. This was like the last <laughs> night before they leave on the boat. We're 18 the chapters book in. It's called Moby Dick. We're 18 chapters and in. Moby. And they have not, well, so they're heading, they checked out of the inn, they mm-hmm. had their last breakfast of chowder, and they're heading to the boat. And as they get there, there's kind of like the two, I think, they're not like captains, but they kind of like, they run the crew, right? There's the captain of the ship, Ahab, but these are the two guys that like hire the crew and kind of are in charge of them and stuff. Right. And they see, they'd only talked to Ishmael before, but now they see Queequeg, and they see that he's like a, an islander, you know. That he doesn't look like him, in fact, because he's, I mean, he's supposedly like South Pacific, but then they also kind of describe him as like black, 
but it's probably like an inaccurate representation mm-hmm. all around. So who knows yeah. what he was going for there. But regardless, they see him. They immediately assume that he's a cannibal because of how he looks. And they're like, oh, we can't have someone who's not like of our uh, Presbyterian on here. We can't have a pagan on the ship and everything. And this is the crazy part. So Ishmael is like, oh, no, he's like from the, what does he call it? The first congregational church or something like that. And they're like, oh, really? Like, how long has he been a member? And he's like, well, he's from the original congregation that, you know, God created us all under the sky. And like, you know, just because we have a specific expression of how we believe that we are all like brothers and sisters under God. And they're like, oh, wow, you should be a pastor. You're so good at preaching. Of course, we'll welcome him on. And he like does this whole plea Mm -hmm. for like accepting others and everything. And they let him come on the boat wow and that's the whole chapter <laughs> so they're about to get onto the boat that's going to be the ship that takes them out to sea to go find moby dick wow 18 chapters it's another one for like religious tolerance very interesting a lot of themes here also in books i finished the ballad of songbirds and snakes the hunger yeah. games movie or book just in time for the movie we're so excited it was really really good yeah. It's ama- I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for the book or the movie, but it's amazing how she did an entire book where the protagonist we know is like a bad guy. Yeah. And it's she really juggles around some like themes and feelings and stuff through it as yeah. a result. But it's really well done. It's captivating. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited for the and movie. And we saw the trailer like before we read the book and we were like, eh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. And then after we're like, oh, oh so you just good. had to like know the part. Yeah. So, yeah. It looks really, really good. So I'm very excited. I also started another fiction book. What's that? It's the third book in the Benedict Society. The Mysterious Benedict Society. I can't that's right. remember the name of it. The third book. I don't remember off the top yeah. of my head either. They're um, they're off on another adventure. Well put. So it's part of my. I can earn a queen for a day. Yep. If you gotta I read, read the whole series, the whole series. So, which you told me this was your. Oh my gosh! What? Wait, this is my what? This was your, one of your, your rankings. In my ranking, this one is, it was probably like the bottom one for me. It's not bad by any stretch of the imagination, but my favorites are the others. Yeah. But that reminds me that this should have been in news, but I'm saying it now because when I think about it, I found another Emperor for a Day coupon. Yes, you did. This is incredible, you guys. As you know, Janelle's hidden these coupons around the house. Well, Janelle and the kids. And I think it was, what, like two years ago now. And there were 12 of them. And I found... Did you ever look and see how many I have left? Uh, no. You should. Is it easy to access? No. Okay. I got to do it on my computer. All right. Well, I think I have one or two left. I can't remember for sure. And I found it. It's... I, I can't believe I didn't see this before. It's in our spice cabinet. Yes. Like, hidden behind all the spices, which I use all the time. Yeah, you do. But they were just hidden back. There's enough of them. You don't, like, take out ten of them at a time. So, I'd move one or two at a time, and I just didn't see it. But this week, I did, like, a whole reorganization of our food cupboards. and our, We got, like, these little, like, storage tubs to put all the spices in. Because they were just taking up too much valuable real estate mm-hmm. in the food cupboards. 
We don't want them just sitting out on the counters. He's going to collect dust or whatever. So, so we got these spice cabinets. These little storage things. Yeah, the stackable bins. And while well, I and I basically cleared out the entire food cupboard all the way to the back where there's everything, wiped it all down, and, you know, did a complete reorganization. And in the process, I was found so a coupon. I was so excited when you said you were going to do that. And, like, the kids heard, too, and they kind of squeezed my arm because... We've been waiting for you to find that one for a while. Well, the crazy thing is I go in this, that cupboard and get spices out literally every day. Yeah. It's, it's just, just been there. It's a clear bottom. Yeah. But. It was just tucked back behind there. So that was a good spot there. I'm, I was impressed. And I was at home when I found, like, at home alone, you know, during the day when I was doing it. So that was pretty exciting. It's very exciting. So I finished the Hunger Games prequel, so I started on the next number one Ladies Detective Agency book. And that's kind of where we're at that's for fiction at. books. And that's also where we're at for this episode. It's going to be a short one this week, because it's been so busy. This is the time that we had. We knew we had to get going. <laughs> we didn't have any more time. So we were able to fit this in between getting uh, flu shots and... Uh, Updated COVID vaccines. And then having some sandwiches. Yeah. We got a little recording in the middle here. <laughs> sandwiches. Sandwiches. Sandwiches and vaccines and free thrifty ice cream if you get it if at Rite Aid. If you get a flu shot at Rite Aid, you get That's right. Well, anyway, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Janelle, for co-hosting with me. As always, I enjoy it. Make sure you check out Bandcamp because they're awesome. Yes. Make sure you check out Mort's Garage. Yes. And Alex B. Keaton is my friend because Keith, who is the diamonds and denim... Master, he, he is diamonds and denim. Yeah, check that out. Go on our uh, Alex B. Keaton is my friend podcast group there, and you'll to see, see it. that. And make sure you guys write to us. We would love to hear from you. Mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Tell us how you did on the quiz. Yes. Anything else, Chanel? I think that's it for me. I think that's it for me. So for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil and I'm Janelle, and we talk so you don't have to. That's all we got.